Hello, fantasy football freaks, and welcome to the new season of Sweet Sweet Fantasy Football. God, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be uh, on the precipice of this new season. Glad to be recording the first episode of uh, the second season of our smash hit podcast, Sweet Sweet Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, the ever-charming, ever-classy, and intelligent uh, Ranger Rick Piazetsky. Rick, how the hell are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for asking. How are you doing? Uh, Well, Richard, uh, I'm freaking pumped. I am so pumped for this season to get underway. Um, How pumped are you? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, after the uh, hundreds of hours of preparation for the draft that I'm sure everybody put in, um, it just feels like it's time uh, for us to stop doing all the work that, uh, you know, the preseason and then to move on to some actual football to start mm-hmm. seeing, you know, our, uh, our scores shoot up on Sunday. Um, mm-hmm. When is that first football game? First football game is is this Thursday. Yeah. So week today, I believe we got the Ducks. Phillies. We do the Ducks. Uh, or sorry, no, we got the the Philadelphia Eagles. And who is it? The Patriots? Oh yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Don't anyway, <laughs> whoever it is, doesn't matter. It's gonna be amazing. So, Richard and I are here basically to uh, to keep our listeners apprised of all the latest happenings of the sweet sweet fantasy football league um and we thought the first thing off uh the bat that we should take care of was discussing some of the new and controversial rule changes so um for beginners this year the sweet sweet fantasy football league introduced an ir slot Um, and there was discussion about whether we should instead have an extra bench spot or whether we could have nothing at all. Um, You may have seen some of that on the chat. So, uh, Richard, I know you are a proponent of the IR slot. Tell me, uh, why do you think that IR was the way to go? Well, uh, I was in the league last year, uh, we had the IR slot. I didn't really know anything about it, and I thought it was great. I had an injured player, threw him on the IR slot. So I just I just liked having that option available. I didn't really think of, you know, you posed later, you know, why IR? Just on, let's just go for another bench. I don't actually think about it that way. If I had thought about it that way, then maybe um, I would have been down for that. But I also like bench and IR. IR is unique. It's a different thing. I think people will like it. It's new. And, uh, you know, it's a bit of a change where it's something people aren't used to. But, you know, uh, I think people will like it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I could believe that people will like it. Now, I'm going to come here and admit that I uh, was opposed to an IR spot. And uh, I did actually end up voting for it. But that was just because I felt that... Uh, it was a better alternative than nothing, only because our benches are short. Mm. Now, in the Sweet Sweet Fantasy Football League, we have five bench slots. Um, the default for Yahoo is six bench slots. Plus, we're playing with a super flex, which means that you know at some point of the year, most of us are probably going to be carrying a third quarterback. Uh, as a result, we have extremely short benches. Mm. Um, 
You what? know, what's interesting about that actually is that, you know, we have a longer, we have more starters than most leagues and our bench is shorter, are shorter than most, than most so, leagues. So yeah, when you, you know, thinking about it, yeah, we should, we should almost have a long, you know, we, how do you fill in all of those buys? You know, how many starters are you yeah, going to have? Yeah, it's right? tough. So, now yeah. I do think there's a good argument to be made that the longer the bench and if it gets too long, then all the players who are worth owning are just stashed on teams and there's nothing really going on on the waiver wire. Yeah. So it's about totally. finding that perfect balance. Yeah. And for me, that perfect balance is six bench spots. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Other rules. We got rid of kickers. I don't think uh, you know there's much issue with that one. They seem to be going the way of the dinosaur. And 0.5 PPR. Also, it, you know, yeah. new default on Yahoo. Yeah. It uh, you know changes things up a little bit. Maybe you know receptions are overvalued. I I, I think they were so. Mm-hmm happy about that one hmm. all right um the next thing we want to talk about is uh break down a little bit of the drama that happened at the actual draft so uh we were all there ready to draft yeah. you know draft rooms open we're in 10 minutes uh commissioner gets a text from get scooped hashtag get scooped saying hey can we delay the draft 10 minutes yeah um well Obviously, that didn't go over well. Uh, what happened last year in the draft? The great mm-hmm. fiasco where mm-hmm. all of our roster places were shuffled. Um, Keen, or, or hashtag get scooped, text Horkins before the draft says, Hey, buddy, can you delay it for me? I'm going to be late. Horkins does it. Sets up the new draft. We all lose our roster places. You know, I'm not sure. I think that's true. I think... it that that um the roster ch- or the roster spots changed because of another issue Horkins was changing some other setting and it reset that when that he, said it was yeah, still he, asking for a delay i mean it's, it's consistent i mean it was it was it was from here. yeah it was from Keen. how many delay how many, how many years in hashtag row get scooped. Have delays well he tried to do it again um because he was uh, at the airport or some you know ridiculous lie well he probably wasn't lying but you know it was still ridiculous i'm i'm looking forward to the definitive get scooped interview to hear what it was actually right. like at yeah. the airport and what you know what he yeah, had to right. go through because absolutely yeah. it, uh, that went really well last year um yeah. so uh, i think you know we'll have to redo that um anyway keen asked for the uh, i mean hashtag get scooped asked for the uh the draft to be delayed. Commissioner, with his uh, classic poison authority, mm-hmm. denies the request. Drafted proceeded. Keen only missed the first pick, and he got Odell Beckham as a default. So, uh, you know, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We're all willing to move on. Yeah. Okay. Next segment of the show. Richard and I are each going to break down for you, uh, our loyal listeners, who we think were the biggest steal and the biggest reach. And we've broken this down into two uh, categories. One is the early rounds. So that is rounds one to four. And the second is the mid rounds, rounds five to nine. Now we excluded the late rounds because we basically feel like reaches there are almost, you know, you're, you're basically looking at flyers almost exclusively in the late rounds. And uh, it's so hard to tell who the steals are because, you know, we could have some opinion, but really it's all just uh, it's a, bi- a lot of bigger question marks there. So, Richard, mm. who was your biggest 
steal of the early rounds. That is rounds one to four. So I'm just, I, I really liked um, LT's Joe Mixon pick at 4.5. I thought he was falling a little bit, and I was, I was going to definitely, um, I was thinking about picking him that round for sure. Um, I just think he's a great player overlooked. He's going to get a lot of touchdowns this year. He's got Gio Bernard there, but, you know, I think he's, you know, he, he isn't totally proven, but I think he is a guy that can, you know, at round four, he's getting selected uh, a lot of drops at, you know, the end of round two, three turn. So, you know, in these two QB formats and like his ADP is a lot higher. I mean, a lot lower, I would say. So I thought that was a that was a really good pick. Um, yeah, that's my totally that's agree, my man. Four point five is a great value time to get Joe Mixon. I mean, the guy is the unquestioned workhorse on his yeah. team. He is a three down back, one of the few true three down mm-hmm. backs in the NFL. Not to mention in the preseason, they've been lining him up all over the field at yeah. wide receiver, and yeah. uh, he's looked amazing. I mean, the big concern is that the Bengals offense. Uh, might be one of the worst in the league. And I don't know about any of you guys, but you ever owned a running back on a crappy offense? Well, you know, it can be a big headache. It can be frustrating for the touchdowns and other, you know, yeah, for sure. So many reasons. The other thing about Mixon is he didn't really get it done last year, and he was given opportunity. He didn't look amazing. So it is uh, a little bit to be worried about, but, you know, the opportunity is there. You know, everybody he's seems that, to think the like skill the is there. He's tier of running backs that, you know, according to the, you know, the experts and what's been going on preseason. So. I definitely agree that 4-5 is a, a great value yeah. for Joe Mixon. All right. My steal of the top three or four rounds, the early rounds, uh, is Russell Wilson at pick 3-9. Mm. The 33rd pick overall. Yeah. Now, I don't know how many of you guys uh, did simulated moths, mock drafts, but uh, Russell Wilson didn't usually make it out of the first round. Um, he is basically, you know, the next best quarterback after Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think in two of the past three years, he has been in the top three quarterbacks. Um, the guy's unbelievable. And in a two-quarterback league, I mean, admittedly, we went late on quarterbacks, but he was the fourth quarterback off the board, drafted behind Tom Brady and Cam Newton. At the end of the third round, I just think that's incredible value for Russell Wilson uh, in a super flex league. Who had that pick? Oh, that pick goes to uh, Strawberries and Cranes. Mm -hmm. Shark. It was was LT who who had uh, Joe Mixon, I think. Any thoughts on Russell Wilson? I think also, yeah, I agree with you. He was the, definitely uh, on on my board, the second second quarterback. Great pick, yeah. He was third round, three nine. That's good. Yeah, that's a good value there. All right, Rich, why don't you tell us your uh, your reach of the early round? Sure, and this is going to be a bit controversial because um, he's kind of going at you know at this. Uh, in this in this spot and most most of the mocks, but I'm I'm going with Christian McCaffrey here. Um, I'm looking at that round. I'm looking at Keenan Allen, you know, Leonard Fournette. These are these are all guys that were before Kareem Hunt, Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey. Then there's you know Gronk, Michael Thomas, Devonte Adams, 
um, and, and you know, and so on. The thing about Christian McCaffrey that you know everybody was he was climbing the the draft board in the preseason. I just you know he C J Anderson's there, and you know I, I yeah for sure he's going to get fifty to seventy percent of the work maybe, but you know you're drafting him as the workhorse here. He has to put in you know he has to you're, you want him to put in amazing numbers you know to get 20 touches plus you know at this at this spot i'm worried about him even surviving the year i mean he hasn't done that's that, fair you know and like he's never been this kind of um well let you know, me tell and you also is yeah anyway yeah what do you think i cam think it newton was an extremely too? good pick cam newton's also rushing the tds there too right Cam Newton is rushing the TDs, and C.J. Anderson may also be some competition for Christian McCaffrey uh, for touchdowns. But I am a believer mm. that Christian McCaffrey is going to be an absolute workhorse this season. Okay, He has been receiving over 80% of the first-team reps in the preseason. Mm -hmm. He is in line for a monster workload and he catches a ton of balls. I think it is totally within the realm of possibility that Christian McCaffrey has 350 touches this year. If that's true, he's a top 10 RB, undoubtedly. I think it was a good place to take Christian McCaffrey. In fact, if I was drafting, I would have been taking him before Dalvin Cook and maybe even before Kareem Hunt. Fair. Maybe that's crazy. I, you know, that's Though, I mean, I think the workload is going to be there. There is the concern, you know, he's not a huge guy. He's not a typical, uh, you know, running back. Can he withstand this workload? I think that's yeah. the major concern, yeah. um, you know. So I'm we'll see how that one goes. Right? I'm yeah. super excited yeah. to see McCaffrey this year, but um, we'll see how it goes. So my bust, or not bust, sorry, that's wrong. My biggest reach of the early rounds was the pick right after McCaffrey at pick 1-6, Rob Gronkowski by Unverifiable Glitch. Now, there's no doubting that Gronk can be a league winner. My only question is, how often is he a league winner? Richard, have you ever drafted Gronk? Mm -hmm. how, how was that? Well, a couple of days after I drafted him, he was uh, there was an there was an announcement that he had an injury, and he basically sat on my bench for the first four to six weeks. He was my second round pick, maybe, or I don't know when I, I can't remember where I got him. But even when he came back, it was garbage. I was uh, he basically ruined ruined my entire year. So I think the preponderance of people you talk to will say that Gronk has ruined their year instead of won them their year and in this league just you know there's later tight ends who can give you a great value taking hell, him at 2.6 ahead of michael thomas ahead of Devonte adams and yeah. you know i mean that's that's crazy um so maybe it works out maybe zach is a league winner on the gronk pick zach don't hate me but um but sure. that for me yeah. is my biggest reach okay moving along quickly now because okay. we're almost out of time um who is your biggest steal of the mid rounds that is rounds five through nine yeah so uh i had a 5.5 pick of LaShawn mccoy I thought he just, he's, I think he's going to be good. Um, there's definitely, you know, we're worried a little bit about him. 
on that offense because they're terrible. But he's, you know, he could he he dropped way lower than I thought he would. I thought he would definitely, you know, round three four seems like a good spot for McCoy. So getting him at five point five, I think that's a steal. Yeah. Well, that makes me very happy. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's my pick. Um, yeah, I mean, LaShawn McCoy, uh, y- y- there's worries for sure. The O-line, uh, they've lost a few of their players from last year, mm-hmm. and they're like maybe in shambles. The rookie quarterback, um, the terrible offense generally. He's age 30 now. But uh, his, yeah. his role as, I mean, he's not a workhorse. He's a bell cow. Mm-hmm. He is the offense. Yeah. He is going to get over 300 touches. Mm-hmm. And at pick 53, like, that's insane. Yeah. Like, he can't have gone, gone that far. Um, so, you know, there's a there's some risk in there. And that risk is obviously built into the draft price. But, uh, mm-hmm. but the value is there. All right. My biggest steal. I'm not going to pick myself with McCoy. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm going to pick... Marshan Lynch, yeah, I was gonna, going I was gonna at pick yeah. seven ten. Yeah, crazy. I was. That uh, was I, I, well I, done. I, hashtag two scoops. Because oh, yeah. we were only going to do one. Here's I mean, my second one. There's go Lynch. He's the feature back. He yeah. he's looked great in the preseason. John Gruden's taking the uh, the game back to 1999, where it was all running. You know, I, I just feel like uh, Lynch is going to be a beast in uh, round right. seven, like seven yeah, ten. Like you got to be kidding me. Who got him? Get Hashtag get scooped. Yeah. Very sharp pick, Keen. Yeah, that was a great pick. I couldn't even believe it. Yeah. All right. Biggest reach. I'm looking at 6'5". Um, this is uh, Jimmy Graham, hot for Kaepernick. I just, you know, we're at, we're at around 6. We, you know, after, you know, I'm looking at the guys who are getting drafted after him. You know, uh, Marvin Jones. um you know, Josh Gordon, um, you know, there's some nice receivers. I just think there's such a drop off at tight end after Gronk, um, Kelsey and Ertz that like, why, why just get the receivers, get some, you know, value running backs. Just at that point, if you haven't had one of those, if you don't have one of those three guys, you gotta get, you gotta just wait. Cause not, you know, the, the, that tier of tight ends is so, you know touchdown dependent um you might end up dropping jimmy graham and picking picking a you know he's good he gets touchdowns but is he that much better than maybe trey burton or you know yeah. some of the guys who are a little later at the time you're I probably mean, gonna be picking up the austin safari jenkins a lot jenkins of people there. saying jimmy graham is is done he's over the hill um i mean it's exciting that he's with green bay it's possible that jimmy graham could turn in an amazing season but there's a lot of risk that he won't. Um, My point is that yeah, he, he could be good, but he the, all the guys after him right. also could be. So, you know, what I, don't, I just don't think that tier is like got, it's worth it to spend on these this critical Jimmy round. Graham this is round drafted six. ahead of Dion Lewis, Matt Ryan, Marvin Jones, Josh Gordon, yeah. Carlos Hyde, Sanders, Crabtree, Sanders. So. And then it might have been no, and then Delaney Walker's there. Was and a reach. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, there's Delaney yeah. Walker. The next round. Um, all right, my biggest reach of rounds five through nine is pick five one, the highest pick of the mid rounds, and that was Jay Ajayi by the Shandstrom. 
So for me, it's Ajayi. Um, there's a few reasons. Philadelphia uh, does not have a feature back ever. No. They spread the ball around. They've got, uh, you know, I don't even know all the guys they got, but they got Darren Sproles is back. Corey Clement, um, somebody Smallwood. So it was a uh, hard committee last year. Yeah, yeah, you're looking at a committee. Ajayi, you know, you know, like eighty percent of the fantasy points he's ever scored have come from two games where he, you know, ran for two hundred yards yeah. each one. Um, he's got an injury history and he's already dealing with an ankle soreness. Yeah. He is questionable for week one, um, and he is being taken ahead of. Mark Ingram, LaShawn McCoy, oh, Lamar yeah. Miller, Kenyon Drake, Royce Freeman. I mean, those yeah. are all. He should not be taken ahead of any of those. So, Shanstrom, uh, you know, if you're listening to this one podcast, and you're probably not, uh, you know, you got my biggest reach of the mid-rounds. And that's I, the I, highest pick in the mid-rounds. I will say, like, he's not, a, he's not a bad guy to have on your roster. You know, he's the end of this, this you know, this tier. I mean, we could have But that's, that's the thing is, like, there are so many better running backs in that area. I, I do like a dry this year. I don't, you know, I, I do see the committee and the problem, problems with it. But, um, but you know, I don't, I don't really, I don't think he's uh, maybe necessarily the reach. But, yeah, I agree with you. Um, perhaps not, you know, the best pick of that round for sure. Definitely not. All right, everybody. It has been an absolute pleasure uh being your podcast hosts for this evening or whenever it is that you happen to listen to us uh we really hope you tune in next time when we keep updating with all the latest news from the sweet sweet fantasy football league peace